Welcome to the chaotic crossover fun that is Memento at Oblivisir. I'm Raven, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be your DM for this evening. Kiana, um, my pronouns are they, she, and I will be playing the fairy druid in this campaign. I'm Lior, pronouns he, they, fair, and I'm going to be playing a fairbog rogue for this campaign. My name is uh, Rob. I uh, my pronouns are he him, and I will be playing uh, a winter Eladrin sorcerer. My name is Shinite. I don't have pronouns, but if I did, it'd be he him. Um, I am playing the Arakokra uh, paladin. All right. So, um, for our listeners, this campaign is an amnesia campaign um none of our characters know who they are or who they're playing just yet and also they are going to be playing as one of 13 fictional characters that i rolled up and created as a DD character um i guess the setting is a planet or realm that is called Uarth. It's O O apostrophe A R T H. It's sort of a um, little parallel Earth where um, whatever fictional characters and franchises and fandoms I want to include are real and exist in this world. And let's see. Um, every session, before every session, I had wanted to do a little question. I had put um, some of my questions, I think like, I came up with like about 28 through a random number generator. And so last time we got question 11, which is what species class background would you be as a D&D character? Um, and so I've actually played a campaign like that before where I played myself as a D&D character. And I played a half elf um, necromancy wizard with a hermit background. Uh, I like that a lot. <laughs> like to say that I'd be like some really cool uh, species, but I'd probably just be a human. <laughs> um, I would love to say that I could do some sort of magic, but I'm not even. I I'd I'd be. Probably a wizard, because I'd have to study it. I'm pretty good at studying. Um, and I'd like to think that uh, I wasn't just, like, a cloistered scholar, but let's be honest, that's probably what I'd end up being. Excuse me while I skim the races on D&D Beyond. If I were the DM, and I could be any character, I would obviously you want to be a character that's... Uh... You know, not going to be too crazy. Uh, a wizard, of course, with, with all their spells and things, could be too pretty crazy with trying to keep track of everything else. But it would certainly be uh, a mix between magic user uh, and some sort of, you know, close melee fighter. Um, I've always been a fan of, of warlocks or, or mages or any of the um, split class concepts. Uh, so I would probably do something on that. But anything, any race that just helps support uh, those two creatures, uh, those two abilities would be great for me. Um, I 
as I'm like reading through stuff. Um, so I've definitely thought about this before. Um, for race, as much as I'd want to be like a changeling, because I think that'd be really cool. Um, probably just a human because that's just I'm boring, you know. Uh, I've thought about like what class I could possibly be, and I had the thought like maybe a bard because I do a lot of music and stuff. But I, upon thinking for more than five minutes, I was like, wait, I don't have nearly enough charisma to be a bard. So I I ended up on druid because uh, I'm really into like nature stuff and you know I feel very invigorated in nature so that just kind of fit um, and as a background I think wouldn't it be funny if I just said urchin I'd probably also be like a hermit or a sage you know just books in the library and stuff really fits with the sage yeah i think i would be like either like an elvish druid or paladin uh some kind of support character um in the past uh someone's made fun of my ears saying that they were kind of pointy like like elvish so um i'll embrace that uh stereotype um and say it was elvish and yeah, I don't. I'm sure I would also be somewhat bookish, like a sage or a wizard or something like that, too. All right, awesome. Um, I, I guess before we all jump in, um, just everybody who is a spellcaster, have you picked out spells for your character, or do you want to wait uh, a little bit to do that? No, wing it. <laughs> I've I've picked mine, but. Uh, if you guys are like, oh no, don't do that. I'm, you know, I'm happy to, uh, you know, somehow uh, mystically change. I don't have those spells, mostly abilities. Yeah. Yep. I am spellless. Okay. Um. I guess we could um start with what I have written up. Then, if everybody's ready, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Oh yeah. We open on an enormous diamond-studded castle, shining brilliantly as the sun on the edge of a vast red desert. As we zoom in closer to the castle, we see an open window. We make our way through the window and see it leads into a library. And in the middle of that library is a huge leather-bound volume on a podium. The book is ancient, the words are so faded we can barely make it out, but it seems to say Memento et Oblivisir, a game of forgetful heroes. The book springs to life suddenly and flips open to a page that simply reads Book 1, Temple of the Witch. We have just en enough time to read this before it flips to the next page and we fade into a completely different scene entirely. You wake up atop a slab in the middle of a ruined moss-covered temple. There are 12 other slabs with 12 other people and a round table in the middle with a few potions scattered atop. As you sit there for a moment, you realize you don't remember how you got there. In fact, you don't remember much of anything at all. You have equipment, armor, even some gold. You must be an adventurer, you think. As you search your person, you find a slip of parchment in your pocket with one word, perhaps a name, perhaps your name. 
let's see. Who wants to get their name first? I would love my name. <laughs> Alright, you are Bubbles. That's a wonderful name. I'll be happy to go second. You actually have two names in your pocket. Um, one is attached to a rat. It's tied to its back. Um, the one that seems to be the rat's name is Bucky, and your name seems to be Steve. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. Steve. So much. I love it so much. I'm Steve. Yeah, you're Steve. You're Steve. I'm just making sure I didn't I didn't hear that wrong and it was spelt a different way or anything like that. Okay. Nope. Let, Steve. Me, erase, let me erase the question marks I wrote on my character sheet when I was writing it out. <laughs> I'm gonna go next. Okay. Um your name is Han. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> me, 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 me. Uh your name is Elsa. I love it. I'm so excited. So good. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> As a few of you stand up and get off the slabs, the rest seem to fade away. So it is just the is just the four of you. The other um, nine people are gone now. You don't know where they went or what has happened to them, but they just kind of slowly faded like a mirage. So, looking around, I mean, like, how big is the room we're in? Is there a light? Um, so there is a light coming in from the ceiling. Um, it seems to be moonlight, maybe. Um, it, it's... How big of a room do I want to say it is? It's large enough to fit the 13 stone slabs. There's a little bit of area behind the slabs, and then in front of them is the table, and there is, uh, there are four potions, so one for each of you. And there appears to be um, some moss and some images on the walls. Uh, I'm sorry, can you... Just go over. I, I missed one of the names of the, of the people. Just in general. Oh, okay. Uh, one of the names. Um, who, who do you have? Well, I have Steve and Bucky. I have Han. I have Bubbles. Um, the last one then is Elsa, I believe. Yep. Thank you. So for the most part, the walls are are too faded, too moss covered to make out much. But you notice a couple things. Um, there seems to be a, um, a graphic, maybe graphic's not the right word. Um, there is a fairy woman with a crown surrounded by a circle, and around her are people of all different species bowing. And then there is um, some writing, um, but most of you can't make it out. Uh, let me see, who can read it? Let me check. Bubbles and Elsa, I think, are the only ones who can read it. What's it say? So, um, at first it says GL, 
And then there's a couple spaces that are missing from there. And then what appears to be a few more words that are faded. And then the good north. I think I have somewhere what it looks like. I can put it in chat so it's a little more helpful. And Elsa and Bubbles, you recognize the language as being Sylvan. So it looks like this. And that's that's really all you can make out on the walls. This is um, the one other thing in the room is a doorway leading outwards. It's a little bit too dark to see quite um, what's out there just yet, but you do have an exit if you need one. I'm gonna walk towards the door. As you do so. You hear a loud calling, as if from crows, and you are attacked from above. Roll initiative. What? Oh my god. Insane. Is this just attacking bubbles, or are we all rolling? Uh, they, they see all of you, they're going after everyone. 13. 19. 17. 17. Alright, let me roll... All right. Um, it appears that um, Elsa, you will be going first. Awesome. Um, so with amnesia and everything else, uh, you know, Elsa looks at what she has on her. Um, uh, has a, a crossbow on her and um, feels like, well, she doesn't know what else she can do, but at least that feels like a good fit. So um, I don't know if you need to like load the crossbow, if that's an action or... Um, if it is, I'm not gonna make you do that. <laughs> okay. So if it's, assuming it's ready, then um, she finds the first crow or the closest crow to her and tries to shoot it with a crossbow. Okay. Hold it. Right. Let's see. Oh, that's an eight. That misses. All right. Um, so, um, Steve got a 17 and so did one of the birds. These um, horrifying bird-human hybrids. So, um, what is Steve's dex? Uh, it's a plus zero, so 11. Okay, so the um, bird is going to go next. And, um, let's see... It is going to use one of its short swords, and because it sees that, hmm, who does it think looks like the toughest, or the weakest, even? It thinks that maybe its best bet is to go after the person that, um was able to attack first. So it is going to roll. 
and attempt to hit Elsa. It got a 19, no, not just 19, plus, got a 21 to hit. Does that hit your AC? Definitely hits. All right. So it is going to, it does six damage. Now, would, you know, even though Elsa doesn't really know or anything, would she instinctively be able to try to protect herself? Like with a spell, or um, would she have to figure, or would she not really be able to do anything? Um, not unless you prepared one, because your armor class is basically you dodging. I think there is a dodge action, but it's not your turn, so I don't think you can take that. I, I think. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, um, Steve. It is your turn then. Um. Yeah. The only way. <laughs> The other way would be a magic spell that was either instantaneous or something along the way. Um, sorry. Steve would turn to Bucky and say, what's, what's going on here? Why are we being attacked? Where are we? The mouse, the mouse in your pocket, it just kind of chitters at you. Um, so this mouse kind of has like dark... Um, almost eyeliner-esque circles around its eyes, and it is actually missing one of its front legs. Really, you're not going to be any help, so let's focus. Why, why am I being attacked? What, what's going on? But anyway, I'll go. I, I, I see these birds attacking, and I'm going to swing at them with a talon strike. Okay, roll to hit. I rolled a 16. Yeah, that hits. It's a... Uh... Two damage. Sorry. Five dead. Five slash. Right. Is is looking pretty bad. Let's see. Um next up is a another uh another one of those birds. This one it sees that um Steve has went after um one of its comrades. And it is going to attempt a uh, beak attack. And it rolled a nat 1. So actually, it is going to attack one of its friends next to it instead. Somehow, it gets distracted. It slips up. Misses. Um, So that one is going to... First, not one of the podcasts, and it's not one of the PCs. That's impressive. <laughs> so it got... It did four damage to one of its comrades. That one also is looking bloodied. So, um... Did Bubbles and Han both get a 14? It kind of cut out at one point. I got a 13. Okay, 13. Alright, then it is uh, Bubbles' turn. Alrighty. I am going to fly up towards one of the ones that has already taken some hits. I'm going to pull out a tiny scimitar because I'm a very small individual. And I'm right. going to try slash at it. 
All right, go for it. That's a 10. That does not hit. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Uh, let's see. It is another one of the birds' turns. Uh, this one is going to go after Bubbles. It's also going to attempt a beak attack. And it got a nat 20 plus 2. So, you are going to take... I think you forgot the D in that typing. Just saying. Oh. <laughs> but I will still take a nat 20 hit. Bring it, bird. Okay, so that would be... We rolled the, the d4. So, it rolled 3. Um, that's then plus 2, which is 5. And then plus another 4 is 9 damage. Oh. And then it is Han's turn. Cool. I'm annoyed that these birds decided they wanted to come up on me. Are there any in melee range? Um, yes. They are all very close to the party. They kind of flew in and just kind of landed yeah. in front of you. No one is super okay, far away. stab at any one of them with my rapier. Alright. It's Hold an it. 18 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. Okay. Is there another... Is there one of my allies within, like, five feet in melee range of the one I just hit? One of their allies? One of my allies. Um... I'm basically asking for sneak attack. Oh. Um, I would say you're probably all pretty close together, so I would say yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Great if I didn't roll terribly. Uh, that's a seven. That's a solid seven damage. <laughs> Alright, that one is about on death's door. Hey! <laughs> Alright, uh, another bird's turn. Um, it notices you, Han. Um, it is going to attempt to hit you with the short sword. Try me. Oh, wow, that's, that's another nat 20. Oh my God. I shouldn't have said try me. <laughs> this is fun, we're all dead. Yeah, I I, that was again. a great, great podcast, guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't even get Uncanny Dodge yet. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> you forgot to type the D again. It doesn't have a choice but to roll 20 if you forget the D. Oh. Um. Can I be rolling in a channel? I'm rolling physical dice. You can if you want. I'm rolling in the uh, roll 20 because I forgot to roll oh, my dice. I fully forgot that there was a roll 20 <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm logging in now too. Wait, there's a roll twenty login? Yeah, it's in game links. Okay. I was like clicking around because I was like, what the hell is going on? Nah. So let's see. That's six plus 
That's six plus six, so that's twelve damage. Yeah, I'm I'm down. And there is one final bird's turn. And it is going to let's see who has it's gonna it's this one's gonna go after Steve. It is going to go for the short sword again. So it rolled a th- it rolled a three, which um, total I think would be a seven. So that's definitely not enough to hit. <laughs> Thank you. And so we are back to the top of the order again, Elsa. Oh boy, um, Elsa's not not looking too good. Um... I guess, uh, you know, I mean, this is a ranged weapon, and she's also got, notices that she's also got daggers. Would it take an action to switch to the daggers? Uh, no, you don't have to. It doesn't okay. take an action to switch. Okay. So, um, so she pulls out a dagger and tries to hit the one that's closest to her whichever one was well is there one that's nearby that look well i guess if this one the one that was that hit me already is that one basically engaged with me and the others are or are they all like standing next to each other uh they're all kind of standing next to each other and they're kind of trying to block the entrance and also just any any exit possible they're just they're trying to be as in your way as they can be so there are um, three of them that are not looking so good, and then there's two that I believe have not been hit yet. So uh, with a dagger, whichever one looks, you know, the worst for wear um, is going to try to uh, try to take its dagger um, and stab whichever one seems. Most most dead or almost dead. All right, go for it. So then in roll twenty, I just add d twenty. Is that how it works? Uh, you do like slash roll and then d whatever dice you're using. So in this case, a twenty. Yes. And horribly misses. I'm assuming. Well, seven plus plus three ten. Yeah, ten doesn't hit. Okay. Um, let's see. It is one of the birds' turns again. Um, let's see, Elsa, it is going to um use a beak attack. So that is a sixteen to hit. Oh, that hits then. Okay. So that does. So it got a one plus two. You take three damage, and you need to take a constitution check. Well, Elsa's down. So do I still need to con check? Uh, I'm going to say yes, you still need to do con save. All right. So let's see. And so then do I just also do a slash roll 20 
be 20 on this as well. And then add yes. my modifier. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that's a seven. So as you... Or you said you're down now? Yes. Okay, so as you um, reach unconsciousness, you start to feel a little odd. And not just because you're unconscious. You can't quite place it. You feel a little itchy. As if something's trying to sprout from you. And it is Steve's turn. Okay. Uh, who is down and out and about? Yeah, All who of us is... are down. Oh, All wow, really? No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did I, I, made, I thought this would be good. Um, I, I guess I made everything too powerful. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It's you didn't re-roll when you thought you had not 20 but you didn't actually, you just ended up rolling a 20 on um, oh. uh, roll 20. But you oh. didn't re-roll when you realized that. So you, I totally, did, you could have actually not crit on us. I totally didn't realize that's what I did. Um, Yana did say that you had, that that's what had gone on. I just thought you'd heard. I think I just misinterpreted it. No, you have to D slash, or, yeah, if you don't have the D in there, then it'll just oh. show up as a 20. Okay. Um, I could re-roll that one. <laughs> we'll you on me it. and Tiana, I think, so. I can, uh, uh. Lay hands on someone and get them up, but I'm trying to figure out who would be the Let's best. Let's see what person. happens first. Person. Um, who's the first one to go down? Who's the first one to take uh, go unconscious? I'm, I'm not it's either me or Bubbles. I don't. I actually don't know if Bubbles is down. <laughs> well, who is down? That's what I'm trying to find out. Yeah, Elsa's down. I know Elsa's down. That's the only one I've got confirmed because, I, 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 but I. I no, I went down. I went yeah, down. Han's down. Okay, so Han's down. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay hands on Han, and uh, for two for 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 two life points, and just I appreciate you get Han up because I can, and because I, I you know I would probably do it in order because uh, I'm a very you. particular person. <laughs> All right, uh, so... or a creature in this particular case. Yeah, so um, I'm not going to do, like, um, you're unconscious for this many hours. You're just back up. Uh, yeah, they would, they would put him back to life, I, I would assume, because it's yes. an immediate save. Yeah, uh, you're at, you're at um, uh, two hit points now. Oh, yeah. There is, okay. Bird. And it is going to... Attempts to use its short sword on Steve. And that is an 11 to hit, which I'm assuming does not. Uh, it does hit. It's, I have an armor cut in Oh, okay. Uh, so short sword, that is... Did you not equip armor? Yeah, if you have armor on, it should be a higher AC. Uh, not at this rate. Uh, my character doesn't 
uh, well, have, didn't have on, on its body uh, at the time. We got equipment lists and DMs. Yeah, um, everyone should have their gear on. Um, oh, no, I, I, you know, I had them. I have all the gear. I didn't have it equipped because I wasn't aware of the situation, uh, considering I was kidnapped or... or, or Everyone has their everyone has their gear and their weapons on. Well, that's going to change a whole lot, but okay. So, and if you have a shield and you want to use yep. that, you can add I, that as I well. Have, I have all that, and I would be wearing all that if uh, if I was in a battle. But again, I did I wasn't ready for that. So yeah, okay, no problem. That, that right. makes that makes a change. Makes a bit of a change. So it does not hit me in any way before. All right. Awesome. Um, Bubbles, it's your turn. Um, I guess make a death save? Oh, I'm not down again. I am very tough, and I still have three hit points, and I'm barely hanging on. I'm so used to Druids being kind of squishy. (laughs) I am clinging to life. (laughs) Okay, awesome. Um, Okay, Bubbles is there. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. I got the other one. Who died, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm going to disengage from all of the birds and fly down to Elsa and I'm gonna place I kind of watched Steve place their hands on Han to bring them back to life and I'm gonna try do the same thing and I will cast uh, Cure Wounds. All right. Uh, roll the, we'll do the thing. I will, absolutely. I hate to be a rules lawyer, but disengaging Cure Wounds are both actions. Well, Unless you have an ability that lets bird. you disengage as a bonus action. Then I can do Healing Bird, because that's a bonus action. There you go. All right, awesome. Again, I do not mean to be an asshole rules lawyer. I just don't want people who listen to yell at us. <laughs> yeah. Or or you would take the opportunity. You're right. It is it is an action. No worries. Okay, we're on D4. Plus four, because that's pretty... Six! All right. You are back at six health. And it is a bird turn again. Oh, thank you, by the way. I was muted. And this one is also going to go after Steve. It is going to um, uh, get you with another beak attack. So that is a 19, I believe, plus 4. So that's a 23 to hit. I'm assuming that hits. That's a good good assumption. Did I say beak attack or short sword attack? You said beak. All right, beak. All right. So I got a four plus two, so you take six damage, and you need to roll a con save. So you also feel a little bit odd. Yes, you feel a little bit itchy and odd, and like something is trying to sprout from you. I would say maybe it's a little bit, not that you would know this, but it feels a little bit less intense. Um... For you than it did for Elsa, but again, you wouldn't know uh, you wouldn't know that unless um, you talk about it with Elsa later. I gotcha. 
And let's see. It is Han's turn. Okay. <laughs> Again, still pissed, still annoyed. We are going for it one more time. I mean, obviously, there's going to be whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, 16 to hit. Yes, that hits. Sick. And I'm guessing it's still the same configuration. I still get sneak attack. Uh, yes, go ahead. I love sneak attack so much. I do 12 damage. Oh, yeah, that wipes it out. It just explodes into a pile of feathers. <laughs> so there are four left now. Uh, Han, not that exact laugh that I just did. Definitely more of a <laughs> as he watches this. Um, as he watches this bird just fully explode at a stab of his rapier. <laughs> Let's see. Um, this bird it is I should have go after. I want to say this one probably does want to go after Han because you did kill its friends. I think it's going to do a beak attack as well. So that is a 12 to hit. Doesn't hit. Alright, so that one misses. And then there is another one. Whose turn it is. And it's going to go for Elsa. That got a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah. And let's see. I'm going to say that one did a beak attack as well. So that is a 4 plus 2. So that does 6 damage. Elsa is down again. (laughs) Elsa is not very very sturdy. So it is Elsa's turn. um, And because you are unconscious, um, make a death save. All right. Is that um that's just I've... a straight twenty. All right. Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah, you pass. That's a that's a success. So you need two more successes and you can get back up. So it is a bird's turn. It is going to go for Steve. It is going to hit you with a short sword. It got a six, which I'm assuming does not hit. That's correct. Does not hit. And now it's Steve's turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to attack whichever one has recently attacked um, Elsa. And, and, and uh, so I'm going to swing my longsword, kill my fellow birds. Uh, I will see. I got a 13 damage. Ah, uh, hit. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, that, that definitely hits. How much damage? Uh, it's all one-handed, so it's only four damage. All right, so that one also explodes into a cloud of feathers. So let's see. It is... There are three left. And it is uh, Bubbles' turn. 
any way that I could get far enough away from my allies. I don't want to call them friends yet because I don't even know their names. But uh, is there any way that I could get far enough away but keep the remaining three birds, people, things, they have swords, um, within range of myself? Um, I think I just don't want to hit my allies. Um, so let's see. I think the most you could probably get away is maybe 20 feet to either the left or the right of the birds. Right. Okay, so I'm, well, let me just show it quick. I want to cast Thunder Wave. So I'm, it's a 15 foot cube out from myself. Um, but I want to make sure that my friends are far enough away that they're not going to get smoked with this really uh, big blast of energy, essentially. Yeah, um, I, I think you would be far enough, yes. Depending on where you were standing, I think that there is definitely a way to do that, yes. Alrighty. Uh I'm really angry. I just I just picked Elsa up. I'm gonna just be like, I'll be back. And then I get up and I fly over top of them so that I can help out. And uh yeah, I'll I'll just like explode in a tiny little shriek of thunder. Um so each of them has to make a constitution saving throw. Alright. So that one does that one um only does a five. That one fails. That one also did a five. That one fails. And that oh. one got a nat twenty actually. Well that one deserves it then. But I will roll for my damage. So that is sixteen I rolled two eights on that. Very cool. Sixteen thunder damage. Alright, so I think that wipes all of them out. They just all explode into into just this huge cloud of feathers. And you drop out of initiative. Awesome. Um, is Elsa still dead? Yep. She's down. I can't do anything about that, but I just wanted to know. So, um, the potions that are on the table, um, our healers, you would recognize them as healing potions, and maybe the adventurers would as well, because you've probably, you might remember using them at some time, so you might all recognize them. So there are, um, there's one for each of you, so there are four potions. I grab one, and it's down it. And the birds have dropped some loot as well. Wait, I go for the loot first before I go for any potion. <laughs> so they have a few shiny knickknacks, like some pebbles, uh, just like random pieces of metal. 
Um, three copper pieces, four silver, and one gold piece. And then, of course, there's um, short swords and crossbows. Elsa's just laying unconscious, quietly moaning. Yeah, I can't do anything about that. I'll go uh, grab one of the potions off of the table, and I'll go pour it in Elsa's mouth. Alright, so I believe these are... I think it's either 2d4 plus 2 or 2d4 plus 4. It'd be 2d4 plus 2. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, So you will get back 2d4 plus 2 health. So um, whoever wants to roll that, I know some people prefer to um, roll their health back themselves. So um, whoever wants to do it. Yeah, I can. I need the practice, so just just roll d4 twice. Yeah, you can also yep. put a two in front of the d4 to oh. roll two. Oh, cool. All right, so five plus two would be seven. Um, yes, yeah, you got seven health back, and you are back to consciousness. So, Elsa, thanks. Was it bubbles? Um, and uh, just. Leans on her crossbow, just like looking dazed and like, what the heck just happened? I think maybe the one thing you've yeah, all got. I, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> I'll just say it real quick. Um, I think the one thing that you have all gotten from this is that you have been in fights like this before. You can sense it. Something about it feels familiar. It feels right. Interesting. Uh, anyway, I finished pocketing all the like small shit that was that is available to loot and I down one of the healing potions and I'm back up to full. Cool, cool, cool. Hang on to one of the other healing potions just in case. Smart. So Elsa recovers a bit, walks over to Bubbles and says, thanks. Uh, I'm Elsa, by the way. Hi. I guess my name, according to this piece of parchment, is Bubbles. Fair enough. Are you other other friends? <laughs> as far as this paper tells me, my name is Han. Which, okay. Well, hi, I'm Steve. Apparently. I'm not really sure. I think I'm Steve. Because this paper obviously says I'm Steve, so I'm Steve. But anyway. This is Bucky. This is my, my pet mouse. Uh, Bucky. Jeez, teeth. So cute. Um, and uh, I have no idea what we're doing here. Does anybody have any idea what we're doing? Not a clue. Can I hold your mouse? I, lo- I love animals. You want to hold Bucky? Sure. Yeah. Bucky doesn't. Yeah. He's a very nice mouse. What does I know, Bucky? You said he's got like spots, like dark eyeliner around his eyes, and he's missing a f- uh, front uh, arm. I'm so sorry. Uh, Don't forget, what, missing what's sorry. Bucky is one of my favorite characters of all time. So this is just so funny. Bucky's great. <laughs> I love Bucky so much. <laughs> Bucky as a mouse is even better. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, what color was sorry? What color was Bucky's overall fur though? Was it brown? Uh, yeah, brown. 
Um, yeah, so okay. minus, minus the um, kind of circles around his eyes and the, the missing leg, he looks like a pretty standard rat. Cool. You are just the cutest little thing, and I just, I can tell we're going to be great friends. He squeaks at you excitedly. So Elsa also says, you know, hi, Bucky, how are you? Um, and doesn't quite try to pet it, but kind of like puts its hand near. She's like, yeah, good rat. Bucky, Bucky sniffs your fingers. Han fully rolls his eyes at this display. <laughs> Just like, okay. <laughs> so after letting the uh, Bucky sniff her fingers, Elsa also goes over to uh, where the bird creatures were and tries to see if there's any loot left. So and then also, yeah. yeah. Uh, they each had a crossbow and some bolts and a short sword. Their crossbows look any better than my crossbow? Um, I wouldn't say better, but there's something kind of interesting about them, actually. Oh. Um, so are we keeping track, just on the side, are we keeping track of, like, how many bolts we fired off, or how, how do you want that to work? Uh, yeah, you keep track of your own bolts, yes. Okay. So then, um, Elsa, um, takes one of the, one of the crossbows that looks interesting. Can she, are they, can she, uh, carry two crossbows? Um, I would think you'd be able to have two crossbows, but you wouldn't be able to, like, dual wield them, I don't think. Right. So she takes one of the interesting crossbows and then, like, how many bolts are there and how many bolts could she reasonably handle? So I'm not doing encumbrance, so um, I guess this midi seems reasonable. I think they have about, um, I think there's probably about, they had around five bolts each, so about 15 bolts. Plus whichever one that I fired at it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, you can retrieve your bolts. Yeah, so okay. sixteen total. Uh, there were five of them, or the three of them had crossbows. Um, all five had crossbows. They just were in close range, so I didn't have them use them. Okay, so they each had five bolts. Yes, uh, yeah, I just did the math wrong. Sorry. So they yeah. have about twenty twenty five. All right, so twenty five plus mine. All right, so I'm up to forty five. Also, like, you are a sorcerer, so I wouldn't expect to be using crossbows all that much. True. Just, to, like, you can still take them, I just, I don't think it would be that important for you. Would I, would I know that yet, like, about myself? Because, like, I was the first one to try to do anything, and so I, I haven't had a chance to try anything spellcast yet. Would I have a sense that I was a spellcaster yet? Um, I think that because you noticed some of the others use spells, you might um try to experiment and see if you can do a spell. Okay. I would uh I remember there was a potion. Uh, so Steve would go over and inspect the potion and see if it was something that it would take. So I want to inspect and check out the potion. 
Yeah, so it's a um, pretty standard healing potion. You think you've used these before, um, and you'd remember it does about 2d4 plus 2 um, health back to whoever takes it. No, I'm absolutely going to grab it. I would assume there's one per person, so I or so so I would at least I would only take one. Yeah, there's there's one per person. I would take one. And mine was used on me, so I would assume that the other three would hang on to theirs. I also already used mine. Okay. I I'm hanging on to it just in case for later. As everyone kind of does their own thing and starts looting, I'm gonna slowly creep towards the door that we tried to leave that led to the uh attack of the bird creatures yeah and so i want to very close slowly like peek my head out to make sure that like we're not gonna get attacked again yeah so it's a little dark um but it's empty and it kind of looks like a hallway and there are um, three doorways going off of that. There's one that goes straight ahead, and there's one that goes left and right. I'm gonna do the first uh, skill check, um, and see if I. I'm gonna try for like investigation or something. I'll investigation down the hallway on the left, I guess, to see if I can see anything. Okay, go for it. So I rolled a three on the die. My intelligence is plus three, but you didn't give us proficiencies. Yeah. So, um, so you were not proficient with investigation. Um, okay. so you do not. Um, you don't really notice anything. I got a six total. Yeah, you don't notice anything weird or special or really much of anything about the hallway to the left or the doorway to the left. Cool. It's a no. I just don't see anything. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little too shadowy still to tell what's what's going on with it. Oh about that one. And just like walks back toward its bubbles, I guess. Well, I don't want to be stuck in here forever, so I'm gonna just go straight. <laughs> Look, I don't okay. want to be stuck in here either. I was the one trying to get out of here. It's just that particular one, maybe not. And he says all of this as Bubbles is going to... Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> like, flying through down. the air, like, kind of, like, floating <laughs> along, going straight ahead, like, I've got this! Me and my three hit points! Yeah, I'll, I'll follow, I guess. Elsa follows along, too, but just stays in the rear, because she's like, that, that was a lot of pain. Yeah, um, Steve and Bucky are kind of bringing up the rear, just trying to figure out and make heads and tails of uh, what's going on. Bucky, what, what's going on over here? we got to figure this out. Help me out. Bucky chirps excitedly, and, and like Bucky um, wants to help you with the solution. Do you know where to go? You know what to do? Bucky kind of Bucky kind of shakes his head, but it just seems very excited that um, Bucky uh, Bucky just likes to be included. All right, Bucky, just follow me and we'll figure this out. All right, so um, if you're all going forward, um, it's a it's a fairly narrow room, but um, all of the way on the other side, 
you see what appears to be a silver sickle. Um, and it seems to um, call to you, especially Bubbles. Oh. Let's see. I'm going to go touch it. Wait, wait, don't touch it. Nope, touch it again. Touch it, see what's going touch on. Oh, oh. Don't touch <laughs> it. Touch it. Immediate death. Where's the spec and check? Nope. Going to grab it immediately. Okay. I'm a little impulsive. <laughs> so are you flying or are you walking towards I'm it? I'm flying. There's, okay. there's, I mean, I guess I've realized at this point in time that I have wings, but uh, I have not spent much time on the ground. Why, why would I walk when I could fly at the exact same speed? Exactly. I mean, I can fly too, and it doesn't mean I feel it's necessary. Well, yeah, but when you're because small... it's unnecessary for you, it doesn't mean it's unnecessary for her. No, absolutely. She's smaller than I am. I, 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 am, I'd crash. I am a small being. I would crash into things. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not in danger of hitting things with my wings, I don't think. Not in this space, at least. Yeah, I'm going to go fly over and touch this silver sickle. So the, this, the blade, it glows softly as if with pale moonlight. And um, you, if you want, you can attempt to pick it up. I will absolutely try. Alright. Um, so nothing seems to happen. Um, there's just, there's something very cool and interesting about it, and I will post a description. There we go. So, the rest of you see, um, that Bubbles has managed to pick up the sickle, um, uh, with, um, no harm. Uh, what do you do? Is it, like, well lit in this room? Um, the rest of the room? Yeah. Moving around? It's lit enough that you can see, and the um, the blade of the sickle kind of has its own um, otherworldly glow. But it's not, like, um, the best lighting ever. There are definitely details that you would miss out on if you weren't careful. Well, I'm cer- certainly carefully looking um, and trying to figure out the best way. Yeah, I think Elsa's very feeling protective of herself and her newfound crew and just trying to look around to see if there's anything that looks like traps or anything odd that might catch her eye. Okay. Um, let me see. You, I think you could roll for investigation then if you want. So just a straight D20? Uh, D20 plus your... I think it's wisdom. So investigation. And it's because we're kind of both trying to switch. Uh, if you take the investigation is an intelligence. Investigation is intelligence. Yeah. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. Uh, right. So intelligence, and I would say. So I rolled a thirteen, including my modifier. Okay. Um. So, because you're both doing this, you can take the help action. 
So basically, I, I think the help action you um, you roll again, I believe. So you would have advantage, yes. Advantage. Yeah, you have advantage. You can roll again if you want. You could take the whatever side. Same thing. All right. Interesting. Uh, so let me see uh, investigation. I can't remember off the top of my head if you're proficient. Uh, you are not. So that's that. We, that's it. Um, let's see. What about what's that? I'll count that for Steve too. You know, you know what? Um, uh, no, neither of you are proficient with investigation. So uh, with the thirteen, you do just barely notice about uh, halfway down the hallway. There's there's this um, almost a, like a plate or a um, brick out of place. Alright, so then I tell everybody else, hey, there's something that looks odd there. Uh, maybe we shouldn't touch it? I'm gonna use um, my once per short rest um, detect magic because fearbolgs are awesome. <laughs> Try to see. I mean, obviously the sickle's magic, but there's anything else about this room that is magic. Um, so it does not it seems like it is mostly just the the sickle itself, and you might notice some of the spellcasters have a little bit of a glow to them as well. So like the brick that's out of place isn't magic, right? No. I move it back in place. Uh, I'm going to com- uh, cast uh, Divine Sense to see if there's any good or evil. So, um, not in this room, but you do sense something in the room beyond. Um, it seems like it is evil, but almost there's something about it like it's a coating of evil and not necessarily like... It is perhaps normally, but something about whatever whatever is in this room seems to to have the strange layer of evil over its its true alignment. Okay, and would I know exactly where it is, or I just get a vibe from a room that's in front of me? Uh, you can just kind of tell that it's in the room ahead of you. Ahead of Yeah. There is just one uh just one room. Uh one yep. one door ahead of you, sorry. One door. And the door is closed. Bucky, everybody, there's this evil coming from the other way. I say we fight it because I don't I think we need to take out evil. Um and show them, you know, what what's more important. So if you guys are with me, we can go. If not, we should go slow and be careful. Bucky, tell me what you think. Um, Bucky jumps to attention and um, squeaks excitedly but quietly so as not to alert whatever is in this other room. I mean, I feel like there's going forward is the only way to get out of here, so we might as well just go. 
we have to face the evil anyway. Get out of here. Elsa will just say, agreed. You got, you know, whoever's like the toughest, you go in front. I'm I'm going to stay behind and see how that works this time. I'll just be in the back. And me like pushing the brick back into place didn't do anything, right? Um, no, it, it didn't seem to do anything uh, because it didn't seem like perhaps you pressed on it hard enough is what you think. Interesting. Do you think you need help giving this thing a, a heave hove? We can, uh, we can all push it. I don't think we all need to push it. It just, maybe you look big. Certainly try. So as you push at this out-of-place um, brick on the, on the ground, uh, make a deck saving throw. I'm going to push that. Maybe I should have been the one to push it. It's 14. So um, you just barely make that. Um, the ground um, in front of this brick, um, the floor seems to tilt and it becomes slick under your feet, but you manage to um, retain your footing. Oh, that was close, guys. Seriously, Bucky, you still with me? Uh, Bucky, Bucky squeaks um, in response to um, assure you that Bucky's still with you. Okay, guys, clearly that was not our way to go, or a good idea. Sorry about that. Elsa says, I'm not going to say I told you so, but I told you so. Yeah, whatever, let's just keep going. I have to say, I, I thought it was going to be like a secret door, a secret room, you know. See, that would make sense in this place, right? You know, yeah, absolutely. I, if anything. I, I, but again, we should, get, we should get to that evil. I think something's evil. We got to get to it. I'm prioritizing getting out of here. So let's just keep moving forward and whatever happens first out of your evil, we'll deal with it when we get there. And I move on. All right. So you, you head out and you find yourself in this room and there are more of the bird creatures, but they all appear to be sleeping. I stealth. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me look if I have their passive. Everybody be real cool. Rolled a 13 on the die. Plus my dex plane be a plus 3, so that's 16. Okay. Are we doing sneak, or what are we doing? I'm sneaking. Other people don't have to, but I'd rather not do another round of um bird combat personally do I have anything special to stealth I think you do let me look at it yeah I figured because rogue but <laughs> make sure so I didn't write down something wrong yes you are proficient in stealth hell yeah you have my expertises right yes um, I believe I do yeah Okay. So, um... Just, like, double-checking. Yeah, let me look. What did I put for that? I may have forgotten to include that, but I do think... 
Um, stealth was um one of them. I yeah. can't find it right off, but um, stealth. You have expertise in stealth. Okay, cool. So I have plus seven to stealth, <laughs> and I rolled. A, that's a dirty twenty to stealth yeah. through this. Um bird bedroom, I guess. Is there an obvious ex- another exit in this room? Um yes. Um past the birds. There is a- another door past the birds. My detect magic is still active. Do I see anything magical other than like uh, spellcasters? No way, I don't think so. Okay, cool. I, I gotta ask. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Yeah, so there's one door leading out, and on it is the image of a fairy woman in a circle with people of all species bowing to her like the one you noticed in the room where you woke up. In fact, in each room, save for the hallway, the faded pictogram of the fairy woman in her circle has appeared. However, the further you get from the stone slabs you woke up on, the larger the image appears. The one on the immense stone door is the largest of all. There is also a lever besides the door. I'm gonna wait until other people get over here before pulling on it, because I want to pull on it. But I feel like the rest of my party should be on the same side as me when I do that, so I don't either fuck myself over or fuck them over. Yeah. So Elsa instinctively whichever direction the birds are in making sure that her uh you know her crew are sort of in front of her protectively okay so um if everybody um would like to roll stealth you can either roll stealth against the birds or you would get a surprise round of attack against them since they are unconscious in my opinion it's so not worth it right now but you know don't let that stop you from kicking ass. Uh, I don't disagree. I will roll we'll, we'll stealth until we uh, we can't. We add our, our decks to that? Uh, yes, decks. Alright, so 13 for me. Let's look like I'm getting fast. So, because um, Han was able, Han and Elsa were able to roll high enough um, you are able to um, largely um, slip past the birds. They are unconscious. They don't seem to notice anything. Great. Thanks, guys. Wow, that was close. Bucky, you with me? Bucky, I'm sure Bucky, you made it through, no problem. Bucky squeaks an affirmative and, and, and does a little dance. There's no time for dancing. Let's go. Whatever. Who is going to pull it, Han or Bubbles? Uh, yeah, I'll pull it. Alright, make a strength check. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I rolled a uh, 19. It swings open effortlessly. <laughs> and outside of this door, you notice outside. I, I, I book it. <laughs> you, you walk out into the cool, calm darkness of night... The sky is overcast, but if you shine stars peer through and wink at you, 
Exhausted, you welcome the cool breeze upon your faces as you try not to collapse on the ground. In fact, make a con save uh, to stay upright. 13. Lucky 13. Alright, 13, you stay upright. Oh. Are we all rolling con saves? Uh, yes, if you if you went outside, you, you roll con Oh, save. yeah. Oh, I'm definitely booking it outside, too. That would be 18. Yeah, you stay upright. I'll walk outside. Since everyone else seems to be doing it. I don't want to be left behind with all of the birds. <laughs> so you act... Yeah. Yeah. So you do fall over. It is not... Um, hard enough to take damage, but it does startle you nonetheless. You didn't realize how how tired you were in that moment until you fell down. I'd be bringing out the rear, just making sure my shield was up, you know, so nobody was coming up behind us. Uh, and I will try to make that step out as well. Okay. Apparently. Uh, good. Yeah, you fall down too. <laughs> But despite that, you are starting to feel a little bit better, a little bit more relaxed, uh, maybe even comfortable enough to nod off. So you you think maybe now would be a good time to take a rest, and if you want, you can take a short rest, and you can level up to two. Can we close the door behind us? Just that sounds awesome. Make sure. <laughs> yeah. Very quietly. Very quietly close the door. Well, if we're leveling up, even if it's a short rest, it's a long rest. It's, it's an upgrade. It's a, it's a level up. Can I get confirmation on that? I mean, I, I guess to level up when it's not uh, not on a long rest. Yeah. Um, it's just um, you, you solved my temple puzzle, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Clarify that for me, either way. Uh, so it's a short rest, not a long rest, and we are leveling up. That's it, right? Nothing Correct. is changing other than that. Okay. That's yeah. All. Yeah, that's that's all. Yeah. So being an elf, would I know that like my my racial traits, like um you know, if I look it up it says that I have trance where I don't need to sleep. So would I know like instinctively like like, are we taking watch or, or if you have a trance, you're you're taking a long rest, so that's good. Uh, and you would probably be the person who's usually on watch. Necessarily, we might not be resting for a full four hours. Well, doesn't trance allow a short rest of your long rest? Trance is a four. It shortens a long rest to four hours. That's not necessarily a short rest. Can is like minimum one hour, but it can be anywhere between like one and like six, I think. Okay. I got I I do the rules lawyer thing, so people on the internet don't. Uh, short rest is one hour, right? So it's not it's no one's really sleeping or just resting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty okay. short. I usually think of it as being like four hours max, but it should be just like uh, one or two as well, I suppose. Okay, and then so you said it was dark. Like, is it is it moonlit or starlit enough that we can see? Or um, me being an elf with dark vision, like, can I can I see better than the other than my crew? Um, 
let me see. I'm going to say most everyone or everyone does have dark vision, so you probably would all see about the same. Um, well, I think maybe bubbles. I don't think fairies have dark vision, so I think everyone who has dark vision would, would see a little bit better, but um, it's it's enough that you could definitely um, get around. It's about as bright as it was in the temple. It's a little overcast, but it's still um, starry and moonlit enough um, that you wouldn't have too much trouble um, seeing your way around or anything. Real quick confirmation, we're not rolling for hit points, right? We're just using fixed um, for level ups. Um, I usually roll, but if you want to do fixed okay, that's, in- instead that's of rolling. Fine. That's fine. I just wanted to know. Alrighty, I'm good. Yeah, I have all the important shit down. Over a short rest, does do we heal at all? Like, I was down hit point, so does that... How does that work? Uh, yes, yeah. Short rest, um... I guess um, because you are second level now, you would have two. You would roll two of your hit dice, um, which for a sorcerer is a one d six. So then one d six per level. And and that's um, you mean like every time I go up a level, roll a one d six. You um well yes you gain a d six. You gain a d6 for hit dice. Oh, for hit dice, for hit dice. I'm sorry, I was still yes. thinking hit points. Sorry. But also, um, you roll a d6 and add that plus your constitution modifier to oh, right. Right. your yes. hit points, if you're rolling hit points. All right. I misunderstood. It's been a long day, guys. You all, um, as the adrenaline kind of um, depletes and you start to feel a little bit more relaxed, a little bit healthier after getting out of the temple. A fierce and powerful wind begins to pick up around you. You shield your faces from the flying debris. The howling wind turns into howling laughter. Out from the blackness steps a tall woman with black horns, long black robes, pale gray-green skin, and the sharpest cheekbones you've ever seen. In her right oh, shit. In her right hand, a golden green scepter. On her left shoulder, a raven. It appears to be a more normal raven, not like the beasts you fought throughout the temple. At first glance, you think perhaps she is a tiefling, but there is something distinctly fey about her as well. She smiles, but the expression doesn't meet her yellow eyes. You poor simple fools, thinking that you could defeat me, she says. Me. The mission of all evil, when you could barely stumble out of the Witch of the Norse temple unscathed by my pets. There is something familiar about the tall green woman like you've met before. Maybe even fought her, but you can't place a where or a when. She frowns at you in disgust. Well, where are they? Where are your precious objects now? Oh, how you boasted last we met of finding me and defeating me with them. Quietly clinging to my new moon sickle and just like have the biggest grin on my face. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything, but I'm just like sitting there in the background, like, I have a new toy. 
on his foot, like giving this woman the stink eye. He's just like, I, I don't know what you're saying to me. I don't know what's going on. I'm just gonna stand here until you go away. Bucky, hi. There's more ravens. Bucky just looks alarmed seeing seeing another raven. I I don't think Bucky was is too thrilled. Um. That there are more out there. What do you want from us? We we're just here. What what are we what are we doing? Why are you acting like you don't know what I'm talking about? You're objects of great power, of course. Or are they suddenly too good to be used on little wicked old me? No matter, I can kill you just as well without them. She raises her staff as if to strike it upon the ground, and her raven flies off her shoulder, calling angrily as it lunges towards the group. Her eyes light up a fearsome and fiery green as your bird transforms before your eyes into one of the creatures you fought earlier in the temple, only bigger, much angrier. Just as you begin to react, a light fills the sky, turning the stars in the sky into glittering pink opals. Within the light appears a circle. No, a bubble. And within the bubble, a woman, a fairy, in all pink with the tallest crown you've ever seen. Even the grim, even, sorry, even the green woman stops to react, though she seems more annoyed than the rest of you. Well, if it isn't Pinky effing Pie herself, Glinda, you've shown yourself at last. Pity you won't be able to save yourself or your precious champions are goodness. She takes aim at the woman in pink, but the, gl- but the blast of green light she casts at the other woman, is deflected and absorbed harmlessly by the bubble. The green woman swears furiously and takes aim again, but the woman in pink, Glinda, simply waves her hand and knocks the staff out of the green woman's hand. She turns to your party with a kind smile. Hello, my dear. Sorry if I'm late. Get in. She gestures at the bubble from which descends a small pair of stairs. I'm not sure that can hold all of us, but let's might as well try. Goes for it. Elsa doesn't need to be asked twice. She books it as well. I am flying, but I'm also skipping towards it. <laughs> Once again, I'll be bringing up the rear, just protecting, make sure nothing's coming up behind us. Glinda glares at the other woman. And as for you, be gone. You have no power in my temple. Dears, we have no time to waste. I'll explain what I can on the way to my home. You float past towering green cities, eerie forests, and fields of vibrant red flowers, all the while Glinda explains. My dears, I realize you might no longer recognize me, so allow me to elaborate. I am Glinda, the Good Witch of the North. I am your friend and ally. Not long ago, I enlisted each of you to aid me in a quest, a quest to defeat the woman you met back there outside my temple. She is called Maleficent, and she is the mistress of all evil. Maleficent has already enslaved and bent the were-ravens to her will with her magics, and plans now to conquer and enslave the entire world, perhaps the entire material plane, if given the chance. Knowing this and how great her evil was, I sought great heroes from across the land to answer my call. The four of you. Han Duo, Bubbles Utonium, Queen Elsa of Arendelle, and Captain Steve Rogers. Each of you, whether you knew it or not, had great powers, skills, and magical items. Items that Maleficent would seek to use in her conquest. Knowing the risk and danger of Maleficent reading your minds and finding these items before you were ready to face her, I hid these items in places of great significance to each of you and wiped your memories. 
Because these items were so powerful to hide their locations and powers, I had to wipe all of your memories to ensure you didn't remember them too quickly. You all agreed to these measures and I put you in a safe place to recuperate until you were ready to wake up. Alas, it seems my temple was quite not safe enough, for Maleficent and her minions were still able to find you there. Had I known, I would have kept you with me until I thought you were ready to complete your trials. Wow. That's a lot. Wow. Um, the IRL is trying to stop laughing at all of the <laughs> just like we're all who we are. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Elsa's like, and do we get our memories back? Because that would be nice. Yeah, I'd very much appreciate that. In due time, once once it is safe enough for you to relocate your item, your memory should return. Or at least oh. once you have located the item itself. This this sickle is not my item. No, it is oh. it is merely a powerful weapon. Powerful magical item. Well, that means I get two powerful magical items. I'm okay with that. Good for your smalls. Is my mouse super powerful over here? Because he doesn't look very not in his current state. He is not. No, he's he's a mouse. He's a mouse at the moment, my dear. That would have been interesting to do. No, sorry, Bucky. We'll get. We'll talk more later. Um, is there something we should be doing right now? I mean, is there place place we should go, or something to help us remember? Not faster, but what's in the process? I am taking you back home to my my kingdom in the Quadling country. It is a safe place uh, where Maleficent should not be able to harm us, for she does not know where it is. Well, that's helpful. That is very good. We can lie low there. We, 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 we build, we plant. So Elsa's like, so, wait, what are everybody's names again? Like, I'm a queen? Why would I, yes. why would I come here? That's, I don't understand. It is best that I do not yet explain that to you, Queen Elsa. But what was if everybody I... else's names? Uh, let's see. Uh, Captain Steve Rogers, Bubbles Utonium, and Han Duo. Duo? Wait. <laughs> yes. I wrote down so love that. because that's the, that's the Star Wars character. <laughs> yeah, I can um, post those in the chat um, so that you can look at those a little better if you need be. What was the name again of the country that we're going to? It is called... The Quadling Country, or it is also known as Quadling Lands. Like Q-U-A-D? Yes. Okay. Got it. Is, there, is it a small race? Sorry. Huh? My guess is yes. I would not have guessed U as in Y-E-W. I was... I had, I had to I fantasy just... out. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that... Um... Elsa and Captain Rogers are the same, but 
Han and Bubbles are just a little bit off. Not much. Not much, but a little bit. It's like a plausible deniability thing. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I just appreciate the incorporation of you because I'm a druid. Yes, that yes. is amazing. My dears, in order to prove that you are still capable enough to take on Maleficent, take back your magical items, I have a few tests for you all to complete first. The first was navigating my temple. As for the next, well, I think it is best I show you to your living quarters and let you rest up first. Tomorrow I will show you to the marketplace and allow you to get supplies first before I give you your task. Makes sense. Uh, you seem to know a lot more than we do, so... I'm all for, you know, resupplying and getting ready for whatever comes next. Yep, we are in your hands. As you float gracefully through the night sky, fields and forests make way to a vast red desert, and in the distance you see a hill. As you get closer, you see a building on the hill, a shining red palace glittering with rubies coating its every surface. Welcome to Quadling Land. Welcome to my home, Glinda says. Got a nice place. Very good to be here. It seems very, very pretty. Quite impressive. Thank you, my dears. It took me quite some time to build it. Almost everything in Quadling Land is in shades of red and pink. The buildings, the landscape, the clothing. Only once you reach the inside of Glinda's palace do you see any other colors. She leads you through her azure reception room, a throne room with an ornate golden throne, a library, a laboratory, and finally to your chambers. Each chamber eerily seems to match the occupant's style and motifs, and Glinda explains that before she wiped your memories, you each used to live there for a time. Glinda bids you goodnight and leaves. Well, this doesn't happen every day, but, uh, very interesting so far. Um, Battle, I'm good with, but far off lanes, distant things. I don't, I don't, not really sure what's happening. Anybody else making any sense at all of this? Absolutely not, but there's nothing else going on, so I guess this fairy is fairy tale. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why I would leave my own land and not send somebody else. It seems very bizarre that I, as queen, would said myself well you must have some sort of ability that's going to be required for us to continue this mission but uh should we get some sleep what do we do we stock up do we supply what do you guys think we should do sleep first i think it'll be best if we just sort of pick up with all this specialness tomorrow i think i need to process yeah, this this is, this has been a lot. Um, nice to meet you all, by the way. You too, Your Majesty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, please call me Elsa. Pleasure sure. to meet all of you as well. Um, we may have met before, but there's no way of knowing. I don't know if we've all been brought from far off lands, and I mean, obviously, she said we were here at one point. So, and it was that. Glenda or Galinda? I think she said oh. Glinda, but... Yeah, Glinda. Uh, G-L-I-N-D-A. 
Okay, not Galinda. No. <laughs> Love the wicked reference. Anyway. Sorry, yep. just checking. It was sitting right there. I guess we should get some rest. Yeah. Agreed. I I just want to say um, I'm going to just leave this candle on because we are in a new place and I can't see in the dark and that way if I wake up in the middle of the night I can see and uh, please don't blow it out. Fair enough. Absolutely. You got it. Okay, so um, since everyone's going to sleep, you do get, um, obviously, your spell slots, and if you don't already have full health, you're back to full health. Uh, And there is a little tiny bit left for me to read. So the next day, a group of Glinda's attendants, um, all um, young women in their teens or early 20s, escort you to the marketplace. There are buildings selling standard weaponry, potions, herbs, and ingredients, armor, animals the likes of which you have never seen, and one building, the smallest of all, advertising magical items. Beeline for that one. I'm looking at the potions and armor. And talk with every animal that I can. I'm not going to cast speak with animals or anything. I'm just going to go and basically, I'm going to the pet store to pet some animals. Yeah, I think I'm also going to the magic shop to see like if they can tell me why this crossbow is special, if there's something magical about it. All right, let us go first to the magical store which is called Gilda's Magic Emporium. And the owner of Gilda's looks suspiciously like Glinda, sans crown, and in a much simpler but still very pink dress. Welcome, my dears. What can I do for you today? I'm just looking around. Yeah, um, hi. Uh, can you identify magical weapons? Why, yes, I can. What What kind of weapon are you looking Looking to have identified, my dear. So I hand her the crossbow and say, what, what can you tell me about this? It does not seem to be magical. However, it does have the emblem of Maleficent on it. Where, where did you get this? Um, I took it from one of her bird creatures. Ah, uh, one of her were ravens. That would explain it. She must. She must be giving giving these to all of her minions now. Is there anything special about it, or is it the, basically the same as my own crossbow? It's it's a very standard crossbow. It just it merely um has it merely has um her emblem on it, and um as you can see, it is a a small portrait of her face and her horns. Oh. All right. Can we just, like, pry that emblem off? Or, uh, like, well, I don't know how much that'll sell here. Um, does it, does the emblem come off, or? You could perhaps paint over it or sand it off, I would think. Okay. And I just continue to look around at whatever magical items are around in stock. 
So, um, as you do so, um, Gilda explains that if you would like a magical item from her, um, you can roll a d20 and you will receive a magical item that is suited to your class. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) It could be a weapon, an accessory, armor, a wondrous item. And you can get one for free each time after you complete a quest or an arc. And Gilda will give you a token for free. But if you want to come back any other time, the standard price is 155 GP. And because um, you completed this um, first little quest of getting out of her temple, um, Gilda gives you each a token. Okay, this is so cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in. Got a 12. Okay, 12. So you got the dust of disappearance renders all creatures and objects within a 10 foot radius invisible for several minutes. <laughs> all right, and I give her my uh, token and I roll the three. All right, uh, let's see, a three. You got a shawl, and it is called The Cold Never Bothered Me Anyway. You are immune to cold damage while wearing this shawl, but fire damage is twice as much damage to you. I love that. I love that. So That's I, so I, good. I feel like that's certainly something that you should have. Uh, that said, obviously, I'm, I'm, am I someone who... Can you partake in this, or am I, have I gone to the other store? What What's happening? Um, if you're at the other store, uh, you could peek at the armor and potions first, but you could all definitely do whatever shopping you want and um, come here before we um, end the session. Gotcha. I get bored okay. of petting animals eventually and do wander to find my friends, so... All right, so um, Glinda gives you all the spiel, and um, you can you can see what you got. The nat twenty. Ooh, let's see. It's nice. I know what this one is right off, but let me scroll up to it so I can get the description for you. Tome of Understanding. This book contains intuition and insight exercises, and its words are charged with magic. If you spend 48 hours over a period of six days or fewer studying the book's contents and practicing its guidelines, your wisdom score increases by two, as is your maximum for that score. Emmanuel then loses his magic, but regains it in a century. I love those. That's so cool. Whoa. Just to make it easier for you, I'm going to have dipped in, obviously, behind um, Bubbles and, and done the same. Just kind of heard, overheard and received my token this way. We don't have to do it twice. Okay. Uh, roll uh, straight d20. I natted. Oh, another nat 20. Okay, I also know this one right off, but let me make sure I scroll up to it. Tome of Leadership and Influence. This book contains guidelines for influencing and charming others, and its words are charged with magic. If you spend 48 hours or a period of six days or fewer studying the book's contents and practicing its guidelines, your charisma score increases by two, as is your maximum for that score. The manual then loses its magic, but regains it in a century. 
Why, thank you. I don't want to crit on one of these. <laughs> those, I love those magic items so much. <laughs> I've played this game a lot. I think, like, the first um, ten items are either things that I came up with or I maybe stole a little bit from the Adventure Zone, and then 11 through 20 are just, like, items that I got by looking up um, best magical items for whatever class. Yeah. Well, as you were describing it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, Leon the Artificer. Yeah. <laughs> no shade. I love Leon. I wanted to do something similar because I wasn't sure how I would, like, always sneak in, um, like, decent magical items. And oh, yeah. so I was just like, that seems like a, a good way to do it. Yeah, it's a good way to do it. Um, I'm then going to stop by the potions because I find uh, healing is uh, necessary. So um, potions, armor, weapons... Etc. All the non-magical stuff. It's um, standard price um, as it would be in the player's handbook. So like, uh, um, it, it's all standard price. So you said there was a weapon store. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I I can't I don't have anything to paint over whatever this thing. So I just just go and see how much I can sell this extra crossbow for. So let me let me look at the crossbow price. So that would be 25 GP. And because you have stolen a weapon away from Maleficent, um, that's an extra 10 gold, so um, 35 GP. All right. Um, and then I walk over to Potion Store and... Um, look what they have. So let me pull up a list of potions. Uh, I know for sure there will be healing potions. Um, uh, probably I would say, what do we have? It's, it's not going to be anything too, um, rare or ridiculous. There, let's see, we have... Healing Potion, Potion of Climbing. Um, there's some Poison. There's some Antidotes. And that's that's mainly about it. I'm going to take two, two Potions of Healing um, for 50, 50 gold, 25 each, right? I believe so, yeah. All right, I will also buy, well, I did sell the crossbow. I think I'll take three healing potions, because I know I'm not too sturdy. Okay. Good for now. Yeah, I think that's just going to do it for now. Um, I'm not looking to go crazy or spend a lot of money uh, on weapons. I still have everything I have, which is good. And I uh, just wanted to... Help the team and, and myself. So, alrighty. Yeah, I think I'm good for now. 
All right. Well, um, if everyone is done buying things, I think we are going to end this session here. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's um, that's a that's a good session. That's that's been a, that's been freaking amazing. I'm just glad <laughs> I made it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what is always dicey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the thing. When I had seen that there was an Air Coker Paladin, I figured it was an MCU character. I just thought it was going to be Sam. Yeah. I just well, thought... I mean, I'm glad you did, because I certainly did. <laughs> Why, I went with... I probably actually, Sam, I would have made um, an ASMR. Um, I went with um, the Aarakocra for um, Steve because um, an eagle, Murka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Makes All right. sense. Because, like, sense. the second you said Steve, I was like, oh my god, he's an eagle. <laughs> yeah. When you gave me the character traits of Bubbly, I'm like, oh, I'm Bubbles. I got this. <laughs> I, I mean, I was like, I saw Rogue and I was like, there's a possibility that's Han Solo, and then you gave me personality traits, sarcastic, irreverent, and the flaws of often doesn't take things as seriously as they should. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm Han Solo. It's <laughs> 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 my favorite Star Wars character ever, so... Oh, yeah, obviously. What's better than that is going Han Duo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Twice is good. So good. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you, Raven, for a great first session. Yes. Oh, thanks. Applause. I'm I'm applauding, but my mic won't pick it up because it's a um, yes, yes. It's we all should actually applaud. This is this has been quite interesting. Certainly, something different and fun more than uh, anything else we've done or I've done. You know. Uh, so that was that was great. That was I mean, so much of that was like, oh wow, oh that, oh oh my oh my god, yeah, oh that. Yeah, that, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was uh, uh, really exciting from the get-go. I'm like, wait, I'm first? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my first session here. Like, be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, the last two and a half hours or so just blew by. So, uh, great job. Yeah, that was Thanks. great. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. I was just like... It's been so long since I've DM'd, and I really, like, last time I did that, I was probably, like, 12 at the oldest, and I pretty much just, like, improved the entire thing instead of actually writing um, stuff down or a plan. <laughs> so I was worried about, like, making things too powerful because I didn't want to, like, get, like, a TPK, like, super early on or anything. Well, I mean, we did have our growing pains. Uh, it was a little painful in the beginning, obviously, uh, but I think I think overall came through. I think that was more due to our dice rolls were just terrible, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. I'm I'm tempted to draw the um, rebellion symbol on my character sheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I... All all I ask is you don't ask me to sing like Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that 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 let it go, uh, you know, 
thing that you got? I mean, that was that was perfect. Oh, it never bothered me anyway. Well, I got it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't totally bother me. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, it's yes. just I got, I can't wait to tell people about. It. Like I, I'm already like I got. Oh, I got to tell this person. I got to tell this person. Yeah, I need to rewatch some stuff. That's all I'm gonna. Yeah, say. we'll put we'll put all of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be homework in the character rewatch <laughs> thing. We'll make the characters better. Yeah. Bye. Y'all, y'all have a good week. Bye. Bye. Everybody. Yep. Yep. Have a great week. Great job. Bye. Great job. Bye. Thanks. Memento et Oblivisir, a game of forgetful heroes, was created by Raven Adams and is edited and DM'd by Raven Adams. Our wonderful players are Rob, Tiana, Lior, and Shinai, and this campaign was beta tested by Joey and Joseph.